following message is from Christian Life Austin. For more information about Christian Life, visit clcaustin.com. Thank you for listening. May 10th, 2020, Mother's Day in Austin and around the world. And all you mothers that were privileged to get to come to the parade yesterday, you saw how much we loved you and how much we care about you. And if you didn't get to come, we're so sorry you didn't, but we miss seeing you. So on this day, happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. Today is the day we celebrate all women who are mothers or like a mother to people you love. Whether you are a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a grandmother, or a great-grandmother, we celebrate you today. Mothers come in all kinds of ways. You could be a natural mother, an adopted mom to children, or maybe someone needed a mother figure in their lives, and you stepped in to give them some love and guidance. No matter your circumstance, we honor you today. Mothers rule the world. Amen. My mother taught me that. Today, CLA's Mother's Day service is a bit different due to the pandemic we're still in. And we wanted to be safe and responsible and not get too many people involved as we usually do. So <laughs> I pulled rank as senior pastor and asked four of my favorite moms to be part of today's service. There are some privileges to being senior pastor for 30 years. You will be hearing from my three daughters and my wife today. Each of them are in different stages of life and motherhood. I know most women will identify with at least one or more of them. I pray you will be blessed as you listen to the special women in my life. God bless this to your heart. Hello there, Christian Life. Happy Mother's Day to all of you incredible mamas watching today. I am so honored to be speaking to all of you on this special occasion. I don't know about you, but I have always loved Mother's Day, even before I was a mom. I feel moms are the real MVPs and should be honored daily. Am I right? A little bit about me. I have been married to my incredible husband, Jaron, for eight years. We have three kiddos, Finley, who is five and a half, Lennon, my almost four-year-old, and Jennings, who will be a year old in about a week. Oh, and I am expecting our fourth child, which was a total, complete, absolute surprise. We were done after Jennings, but clearly God had other plans. We are super excited and cannot wait to finally complete our family in December of this year. And I mean complete. You can definitely say I am in the baby, toddler, and almost school-age stage of life right now. Craziness and chaotic is what this stage should be called. I love the infamous quote, the days are long, but the years are short. That couldn't be a truer statement to me right now. I have the privilege of being a stay-at-home mom, which was my dream before I ever had children. I do have a part-time job that I love that I get to do from home, so it's really a win-win for me. Although some days are more difficult than others, 
balancing that mom life with the work from home life, but I wouldn't want it any other way. Pretty much my life consists of never ending laundry, dress up, tea parties, Peppa Pig and Paw Patrol, dirty diapers, formula, sports, hearing mom, mama, and mommy one billion times a day, silly arguments over the McDonald's toy when there are toys that we have paid a lot of money for that are never touched, no privacy, bike and scooter riding, boo-boo kissing, bedtime reading, countless hours outside, trips to the park and jumpy houses, and in our family, lots of hugs, kisses, and high fives, which my kids require every night at bedtime. Literally, there is a tantrum that might or might not happen if those three actions do not happen every night, in that order. I truly can say that motherhood has been the biggest blessing in my life because of all those things that I just named that I get to do with these three littles that God has trusted me with. With every stage of motherhood, there are always challenges. I am in the discipline stage of motherhood, which occurs from ages zero to five, although the zero to five ages are a lot of fun because of all the things their little minds are learning and the exploring they're doing of the world around them, it is also pretty hard age because the rules, guidelines, and boundaries are being set, which by the way, they are looking for these rules, boundaries, and guidelines too, mama. Our kiddos need and want that routine, discipline, and stability. I am daily teaching these sweet babies, right from wrong, what we do and don't do in the Davis home, manners, how to share, to use our words, and speaking of words, there are days that I feel like I say no more than any other word. My baby is just now learning the word no, and she thinks it's the funniest joke she's ever heard. (laughs) She's a work in progress. I've spent many countless nights crying to my husband or my mom saying how I feel like I am the wicked witch of the West sometimes because of the disciplines I am instilling in my children daily. This stage is no joke and can be extremely tiresome. I constantly have to remind myself that this too shall pass. And when it does, the work that I have put in being consistent will pay off. We say yes ma'am and no ma'am and yes sir and no sir in our house. And with my two oldest, I have sounded like a broken record for years correcting them when they would answer with, yeah. But now I have finally started to see our hard work pay off when I hear my son or daughter say, yes, ma'am, to me without reminder. That is what it's all about, seeing those fruits of our labor. Yes, Lord, I need more fruits, God. Whenever you are ready, I am. (laughs) What's amazing to me is that even though this season is challenging and there are times that I find myself wishing it away, the blessings that this stage brings far outweighs the challenges. When my son will tell me out of the blue how much he loves me without me saying it first, 
or when I give him his dinner and he takes a bite and says with the most sincere heart that it's the best I've ever made, even when it's Chick-fil-A takeout. (laughs) When my linen will ask for me to sing one more song to her when I'm tucking her in at night because she's, of course, delaying bedtime, but wants a little bit more time with me. Or when Jennings will actually let me rock her to sleep. Or out of the blue, the hilarious jokes or antics that each one of them will do just to get a laugh. That's the blessings that I get every single day. No, I don't hear all the praises and accolades yet at this age. But what I do get is the endless love, affection, and joy from the smallest of things. My kids are teaching me to be present in all of the everyday moments, to soak up the normal, because what is normal and what I might take for granted now won't be our normal in a few years, and to show up and be consistent in their lives. I'll leave you with this amazing quote. Motherhood is a choice you make every day to put someone else's happiness and well-being ahead of your own, to teach the hard lessons, to do the right thing when you're not sure what the right thing is, and to forgive yourself over and over again for doing everything wrong. How true is this? We are moms, whether we willingly chose this title or not. That is what God called us to be. So make the most of it by being present being intentional and embracing the normal of your life right now because all too soon that normal will be gone. And remember to give yourself some grace daily. Today, I hope you can reflect on the blessings that God has given you in your particular season of motherhood. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to each and every mom that is joining us today. Mom, we love you and appreciate all that you do. You know, Mother's Day is about celebrating the women that raised you and shaped who you are as a person. From all the packed lunches with napkin notes to the bandages and kisses after falling off your bike to being the first one to cry at your graduation, your mom was there for it all. Make sure you thank her for all the love and work that she put in throughout the years. Love you, Mom. You know, before I begin, I should let you know that I am married to the single most beautiful man on planet Earth. We've been married for 13 years, and out of that, the best thing that has ever happened in our marriage is our three children. Windsor Garner, who is nine years old, Caroline Tate, who is six years old, and Ellery Joy, who is four years old. They are the delight of my life. They are the single greatest gifts I was given that I didn't even know I needed and that I couldn't imagine life without. I've learned so much about motherhood and childhood by parenting them. Unlike Caitlin, I am out of the baby stage and glorious diapers, bottles, binkies, and I'm currently in the training season of parenting. Now, in this particular season, I'm learning a lot, but there are three things that I battle in motherhood that I would love to share with you today. The first battle 
is conflict versus non-conflict. Now, this season is full of training in times of non-conflict instead of conflict. And in times of conflict, in the heat of the moment, words can be said and actions are taken in haste and punishment dealt all the while the moral of the wrongdoing is never understood. Bottom line, I am looking for everyday moments to teach them to make the wise, godly choice. I'm looking for non-conflict moments to teach and being intentional about this. It's not as easy as I thought. Challenge accepted. The second battle that I'm currently facing is surrender versus persistence. Now let me explain. I am currently doing my very best to build character in this particular season of my kids' lives. The challenge with trying to build their character is that it is every day, all day. I have learned that persistence happens each and every day and in each and every moment of the day. That persistence is building their character. You know, in the baby and toddler stage of parenting, no, no was all that was needed to be said. Now it's no, and here's why. You know, sometimes I'm making up the why on the fly. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Trust me, I have moments of wanting to wave the white flag in surrender, and I do so from time to time. But I'm starting to understand that my persistence in parenting is developing the godly character in my children that they need to thrive in their walk with God. Persistence versus surrender. Woo! I choose persistence. My third battle is mom guilt versus self-care. Now, I truly believe that for me to be a good mom, I have to be in a healthy place in my life. I have to love God. I've got to love myself and accept myself. If you have traveled by plane, you've all heard the flight attendants going through their safety speech before takeoff. And one of the rules they cover is the oxygen mask rule. And they, you know, they get on their little microphones and they say, should the cabin lose pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead area. Please place the mask over your mouth and nose before assisting others. Now, why do they say that? What could possibly go wrong with helping others first? If we don't make putting on our mask for our first priority, we won't be able to help anyone else. If I'm not investing in myself or I'm not putting myself on the list, then I am parenting from a place of impatience, anger, a short fuse, aggravation, and the list just goes on and on. Here is what I know. The battle is real and the battle is constant. And maybe your challenges are different than my challenges. But here is what I know we have in common, the blessings. We all have moments or reminders throughout the day that our role is valuable. Yours may be different than mine, but let me just share a few with you. I kept a running note in my notes app on my phone several years ago of those moments that bless me and get me through the challenging days. Here are just a few of them. February 6, 2017, bedtime routines, prayers, and kisses. And Windsor looked up at me and said, Mom, thanks for giving me a great world and a great house. 
August 20th, 2018, Caroline and Ellery were telling each other they were best friends and loving on one another. And Windsor said, well, what about me? Then he started singing, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Needless to say, we lost it. October 9th, 2019, Windsor got sick with a stomach bug. After all was cleaned up, he was back in bed, and I was headed to get the last few hours of the night. He came out of his room, and I panicked, thinking, here we go again. And much to my surprise, he just came out of his room to tell me, Mom, I don't need anything. I just want to thank you for taking care of me. November 5th, 2019, Ellery and I were listening to Jesus is King album by Kanye. And one of the lyrics in the song, Hands On, says, tell the devil that I'm going on a strike. And Ellery looked at me and said, the devil? I replied, yes, girl, you tell the devil, no way, devil. Then she said, devil, you know what? God is going to win. March 6, 2020, Caroline had just learned how to ride her bike without training wheels. And with the biggest smile she could smile, and with a shout as loud as she could shout, she exclaimed, I'm so proud of myself. March 3, 2020, the kids and I were at gyms eating pancakes with my parents, their bow and sweet pea. We were having a good conversation about what the kids wanted to be when they grew up. And Windsor said he was going to be a pastor when he grows up. I asked him again if that was really what he wanted to be. Then he said, oh yeah, without question, I will be a pastor when I grow up. Moms, through the blessings and the challenges, lean on the little moments to remind yourself you're doing better than you think you are. Happy Mother's Day. Kate and Cass, that was amazing. And as your older sister, I love watching you parent these different stages. And as I watch you, so many memories are flooding my mind. My wonderful husband Damon and I have been married for 25 years in June. I am the proud mama to Caden Blake, who will be 21 in five days, and Connor Jake, who will be 17 in four days. Wow. Where has the time gone? I never would have thought when planning for my future that I would have been a boy mom. I have lost count of the amounts of basketball, baseball, and football games where I faithfully cheer from the sidelines. Raising these two boys has brought me more joy than I could ever put into words. They are my world. As I think about the stages my kids have grown out of, the best way for me to describe the coaching stage that I am in is like teaching a child how to ride a bike. Whenever you are training a child to ride a bike, as the parent, you offer them all of the necessary tools and are hands-on as much as possible to ensure that they'll be okay. One of the hardest parts about parenting and going through that coaching phase is learning to let go. Letting go seems easy, but why is it so hard? To be completely honest with you, I may possibly be the inspiration for the term helicopter mom. For a parent that worries about making mistakes or what people may think, 
the thought of allowing my kids to start taking that lead and me transitioning to the sidelines was frankly overwhelming. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. What I wasn't considering was all of the training I had done. I wasn't transitioning to the coaching stage for my kids. The greatest joy was when I was able to take that step, let go, and move to the sideline. And that's where I have become their biggest fan, their motivator, and uplifter. I had to learn that transitioning to the sidelines, that didn't mean I was absent as a parent. I was just allowing them to demonstrate their training and allowing them to grow. When coaching, you will be faced with challenges. Some are inevitable challenges that parents face with this stage. And our family is certainly no stranger to these. Here's a few examples that I have lived through and have been guilty of saying myself when I was going through this stage of growing up. But mom, I'm 18 now. You don't know what you're talking about. Things are not the same as they used to be. Or how about this? Parents, we know nothing. We totally can't relate. Pushing boundaries that are in place. The social media. Temptations and peer pressures. Kids thinking only of themselves. And then as a parent, watching them have to fail when it could have been prevented if they would have only listened. And the never-ending requests for money. Can I get an amen? <laughs> the coaching phase also brings many fears and uncertainties. You have disciplined them. You have taught them right from wrong. You have trained them to do what is right and to be an upstanding human being, to be respectful and kind, to be a hard worker, to love Jesus more than anything in this world, and to make smart choices. And then you have to let them become what you know God has designed them to be. A quote that I found and that I love is your teenager and young adult they need to know your values, your expectations, and need to hear regularly who you believe God made them to be, even when they mess up. The funny thing about this quote is that the teenagers do need to hear things like this, but the blessing is when they listen. Recently, I have seen my son Caden going from hearing and knowing the path he should follow to listening and applying and making these decisions for himself. What a blessing as a mother to watch your son choose to work hard in his career path, display gentleman qualities on his own, show respect to anyone he comes in contact with, and making wise choices in his relationships and future goals. Sometimes it is so easy for us to take for granted the fact when our children become upstanding, wonderful human beings, that in itself is such a blessing. I have realized that parenting with God has been the driving force to Caden's love for his family, his mama especially, his love for ministry, and doing all of this without being pressured, but by his own desire. What a gift. Now on to my second blessing, Connor Jake. 
We all know that that first child is purely experimental, which always makes the second child seem like a walk in the park. Connor has been nothing short of the easiest and sweetest child to parent. Like Caden, he has become a gentleman, very thoughtful, loves his family more than anything, hardworking, motivated, and a true leader. With him being the youngest child and still in high school, I still have several years of coaching left to do. Will they all be easy? No. Will we make mistakes? Probably. But there is one thing I know for sure. The blessings of being a mama to my two precious boys far outweigh any challenges that are thrown my way. Happy Mother's Day to all of you precious moms. Happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day is one of my most favorite holidays because I think mothers are pretty special. There is a saying that says, a mother is one who can take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. It wouldn't be right if I didn't acknowledge my own mother today. I must mention that this is my first Mother's Day in my life without my loving mother. I had the absolute sweetest, most caring mother ever. She was perfect in my eyes. I think of her every day and I miss her so much. Anything I am as a wife and mother, I owe to her. I had the best example and teacher in Joyce Jones. I'm loving the season of life I'm in right now. I have been through all the stages that my girls have so brilliantly talked about today. And now I'm in the friendship stage. I have three best friends in my daughters, and oh, how I love it. I've heard it said that a daughter is God's way of saying, I thought you could use a lifelong friend. I officially became a mother on February 12, 1982, to a beautiful little seven-year-old girl, Misty Elaine. Marrying her daddy was a package deal, a package that would have me experience a love that would forever change my life. No, she didn't grow in my womb, but she definitely grew in my heart. Then when I physically gave birth in November of 1983 to Cassidy Joy, my heart experienced another kind of love. To see this creation that was part of her daddy and me was breathtaking. I again experienced this same love in August of 1986 with the birth of Caitlin Dale, our beautiful baby girl completed our family. Three daughters. Wow. As our daughters grew up, I wanted our relationship to be close, but not like I was one of their peers. I had seen other mothers trying to be their daughter's best friends in an unhealthy way while they were going through the phases of discipline, training, and coaching. Even though we were like best friends, there was still an understanding that I was mama, the boss, the disciplinarian, and the rule maker, even if I could be silly, fun, giggly at times. But now, in this phase, these three daughters are my very best friends. Yes, I'm still mom who tries to solve all their problems and still gives advice, but they also help me solve my problems and give me advice too. And I listen. They give some pretty good advice. We enjoy being together. We love traveling together, going to see movies, girls' trips or girls' nights. During this stay-at-home order one Friday that came to my house, we hung out, ate, 
played games, watched movies, and of course, lots of laughing. When daughters become mothers and mothers become grandmothers, the mother-daughter relationship is forever changed. Ideally, mother and daughter appreciate each other more fully. The mother admires the way her child, now an adult, handles pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood. The daughter appreciates the sacrifices her mother made for her and the parenting job she has done. Also, in this stage of life, I have a bonus. The most glorious thing ever, grandchildren. I have eight rays of sunshine, and as you heard today, one on the way. Proverbs says, grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children. We are blessed with a gamut of ages and stages from 21 years old down to one year old. In 1999, everything changed as our first grandchild was born, Caden Blake, Justin McNicholas. I have had the privilege to be in the room of several of our grandchildren's births, with the exception of those who were born cesarean. The emotions you experience to witness the sight of your child giving birth to a child is hard to describe. Since I was only 40 years old when Caden was born, and many of the favored grandmother names were already taken by others in our family and extended family, I wasn't sure what I was going to be called. There's nothing wrong with any grandma names. I just didn't want an older-sounding name at my age like Mama or Granny. A friend had given me a book of grandmother names, and one that stood out to me was Sweet Pea. You know, P for Patty. Get it? Well, that's the one we chose, and I love it. Now, they all could not say it when they were young. I've been called Weepy, Peepy, Dee and I don't care one bit. All of them are so special individually to me. Each one has their own unique personality and traits that I love to watch develop as they grow up. Caden, Connor, Windsor, Caroline, Finley, Ellery, Lennon, Jennings, and our last edition at the end of this year, they all have my heart. And might I add, my wallet. I love detecting characteristics that they have received from their parents. Little actions or likeness that comes from genetics or their raisings fascinates me. Getting texts or phone calls from the older two really make me smile. I love that Caden and Connor both have such loving ways and tender hearts. Connor texted me the other day asking for some cookies that I had made earlier. Of course, I had to make them for him. He came to pick them up and was so excited at the big bag I had for him. He thanked me and hugged me over and over. When Windsor FaceTimes me just to chat or Caroline and Ellery Marco Polo me, it can go on for hours, but I love it. Caroline had a very loose tooth last week and called me and said, please come over and help me pull it. Well, she ended up pulling it herself, and I was so glad I was there to witness it. Finley and Lennon love to watch America's Funnies videos with me, and we all get a big laugh. They also love to crawl in my lap and watch funny animal videos on my iPad. And our sweet baby Jennings has the biggest smile when she sees me, and my heart just melts. Last Sunday night, Caroline, Ellery, and Lennon were all in my recliner with me, and if Jennings could have crawled up there, she would have been there too. I'll tell you, few things are more delightful than grandchildren fighting over your lap. 
Watching my girls display love, discipline, and guidance to their children is so satisfying. I sometimes marvel at their intuition and wisdom. It gives me complete pleasure seeing them mother so well. As Sweet Pea, I sometimes wonder if they could be a little too hard on them, but I think all grandmas think that. But I know they're building great character in their kids, and as a grandmother, I try to stay out of it. So you can see, at this time in my life as a mother, I haven't made three best friends and eight outstanding grands that I love to spoil rotten. To all mothers, let me say that there's no way to be a perfect mother and a million ways to be a good one. I pray each of you are celebrated and appreciated today by the ones you love best. Happy Mother's Day. Come on, church family. Didn't you enjoy that today? Happy Mother's Day. And to our phenomenal speakers, thank you so much for sharing your heart and being transparent with the, with the challenges and the blessings that come with motherhood because Lord knows that there's definitely challenges, but there are, there are also so many more blessings. And here's what I know is that, and it's really what I believe today is that your stories that, that were just shared ministered to the hearts and the lives of women all across our church, our city, our state, and around the world. Everybody that's tuning in today could find themselves right in in one of your stories or in one of your situations. And so today, moms, listen, today's dedicated for you. And we want you to know from Christian Life Austin how much we value and appreciate what you do. Motherhood is such an amazing hood to be in. And we're so grateful for you. And if you were able to attend the, the Mother's Day Parade yesterday, what a fantastic day we had here at Christian Life. What a fantastic Mother's Day weekend. And so as you're already at your house, we hope that your kids, that your husband is spoiling you today because today is all about you. And as we close our time out together, I want to pray for you. And I want to, I want to, I want to say a, a special blessing over your life. Would you join me in prayer? Lord, we love you. Thank you for the opportunity that we had today to hear from some amazing moms in their own right, speaking to some more amazing moms on the other end of their TV, Lord. And I know, I know that the heart of what was spoken today was translated through a computer or through an iPhone or, or iPad. And Lord, I pray, I pray that you would bless every, every mother today. Lord, you know, you know the challenges and the blessings that come with it, Lord. And I pray that on their worst days that you would, you would allow them to realize that they're doing better than they think they are, Lord, that they are phenomenal mothers and we're grateful. We're grateful for moms. Bless them today in Jesus' name. And everybody said a good amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you soon.